the thirst is real. Hi friends, welcome to Thirst Talks. I'm Neil Joshua. As you know, Thirst is a Canadian reality TV podcast and we started off covering all Canadian reality TV, then we branched into The Real Housewives and now Drag Race. And we took a hiatus, we have some changes coming. As most of you know, Netta has moved to Vancouver and she's starting her fashion Europe journey and we wish her all the best with that. And I've been traveling a lot and we were kind of like, what's next with Thirst? And I kind of got the unique opportunity to take full ownership of Thirst and essentially I am Thirst, Thirst is me. And with that, as we're trying to revamp it, I kind of wanted to be very intentional on making sure it was a representation of me and who I am. So as you know, I am obsessed with reality TV and we cover it weekly. We're going to be focusing on The Real Housewives and Drag Race and that's all great. But I wanted to kind of have an opportunity to talk to various individuals about their stories. I think it's very powerful to listen and hear people tell their stories. I think that you can always take something away from somebody's journey and apply it to your life. However, a lot of those times, those people weren't reality TV personalities or they just didn't watch reality TV. So they didn't quite fit into the thirst world. So this is why we created Thirst Talks, which will come out on Tuesday. Essentially, it's just kind of a more in-depth look at my personal life. I want to share stories that I'm going through, stuff that I'm kind of struggling with as well, and talk to different individuals that are doing really, really cool things. Because I think, once again, like I said, by sharing stories, we can help create the best versions of each other by just taking nuggets of information. So before I jump into my interview with the queer network, Justin and Eddie, I wanted to kind of give a takeaway and I always want to have each Thirst Talks episode kind of have these takeaway nuggets of information. So I want to share with you this new diet that I'm on and essentially we have these diets that we're trying to condition our bodies to look the way we want them to look. However, I flipped that and essentially created a diet for negativity. I'm one of those people that get like soaked into negative thoughts and they like consume me. So now I'm on a negativity diet every time that I've kind of come across like a negative thought, a worry, I kind of am intentional on removing it and trying to flip that into a positive thought or just taking that minute to kind of allow myself to feel it, but looking for the good and the positive and everything. I've also allowed myself to an opportunity I guess you could say to like soak in the negativity I give myself like 20 to 40 minutes depending on what's going on that day to kind of just really allow myself to binge in these negative thoughts and then whether I journal or meditate after I'm kind of able to acknowledge those thoughts not like repress them and then flip it and it's really honestly been very very helpful in my day-to-day life so that's just kind of my takeaway join me on this positivity or this negativity diet and we can start bringing positivity into our day-to-day lives but anyway what you're here for is you're here to hear from the queer network they are doing some really really cool stuff they premiered a short film at buffer festival sorry you can hear my cat um and basically the concept was is it easier to love or hate and they set up a blow-up couch they're known for their couch talks um you can check it out on their youtube channel at the queer network And they just asked a bunch of strangers, is it easier to love and hate? And give it a listen. It actually is very kind of interesting, especially in today's 
state of the world or chaos or however you want to look at it but we basically talk about you know what's their definition of queer what's one piece of advice they would give a millennial a gen z individual and then we kind of talk about social media and how to handle hate uh, once again, this is recorded at Buffer Festival, so this is kind of me coming into kind of this Thirst Talks concept and what this is going to look like for the podcast. So I'm just super excited, but here's my conversation with the Queer Network. All right, I am here at Buffer Festival with Eddie Fritz and Justin Gearhard. We just briefed this and I already messed it up. Was that good? Think of bear, like bear, Gare. but gear. Gerhard. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. You perfect. got it. How's it going? This is your third buffer? Whew. It's my second. It's his second. second. I've done, uh, I want to say four now, but oh, wow. there was a couple that were with some other people. We premiered a short te- trailer to a, a movie that was coming out. Yeah. That was my first time that I was at Buffer. Yeah. But this is our guys? second as the Queer Network. Yes. Okay. We've been here yeah. twice as the Queer Network. Yeah. yeah. And what are you guys, pre- are you premiering anything this year? We are. We are. Tomorrow so tell night. tell me a little bit about it. This is this is this guy's baby, so okay. I want to let him explain it. <laughs> well, yeah, next year it's gonna have to be yours because last year was mine too. Yeah, kind but, of. Well, but you no, were the you were the star of last yeah, year. So yeah, so we knew that this year was gonna be this idea. Yeah. So we have these um, colorful plastic blow-up couches that okay. we we put in different parts of the city. Um, and we get people to sit on and ask them questions. Now, preface this by saying we also have a series on the channel called True. Queer from the Couch. Yes. Yeah. Now, so those couches can from. be any couch. It doesn't have to be the blow-up ones, but we have those because let's say somebody doesn't have a couch that works works for the series or we want to be outside, we still want to work it with, with the, the title, and so it really works well. Right. But we were talking about the film. Which is all to do with <laughs> but the Queer from the Couch. This is where the Queer from yes. the Couches come in. The couch yeah. is the but it's good, because yeah. that's a good plug for our Queer from the Couch. Yeah. <laughs> it's still part of that series still, in a way. It's still part yeah. of it, yeah. 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 So uh, it's called Choose Love, okay. and we ask people two questions. So we get people, we just pick random people, mm-hmm. and we get them to sit on the couch. Okay. And the first question we ask was, is it easier to love or to hate? Okay. And then the follow-up question was, how do we love and connect more in 2019 and beyond, mm-hmm. basically? Gotcha. So we yeah. wanted a, to, to sort of see where people were at. Like, gotcha. in our politically divided world, yeah. with a lot of things happening in a lot of different places, not just America, all around the world, what are people feeling? And we didn't really want it to be like, do you like or hate Trump? We didn't want to use that yeah. verbiage. We wanted to give it more energy. We wanted to ask the question without asking that question. Fair. And honestly, the answers that we got were, like I, I still tear up thinking about like one, really? of, the, one of the moms who answered the question, ugh, like I still right now think about her and she just, I'm not gonna give it away, it's better to just go watch the film, but she has a moment where she's like, it's about, we gotta keep going, we can't yeah. stop. And so I think- Keep trying. Keep she's trying, trying is the word she used. Yeah. And so it's just, showed us that like people really do they want to find a way forward even yeah. if it's cha- it's challenging right now and but, yeah but we got really lucky we we got great people mm-hmm. you know um i i'm the the i basically direct and edit our yeah. stuff and justin is is the on camera person i mean does everything else too but that's kind of our our functions yeah. and um but yet at the same time we also he yeah. Comes on the couch sometimes. Yeah. It's I don't I'm not always on the couch. It just depends on what the series is yeah. or what. It's yeah. it's a great partnership that mm-hmm. we have. 
But we got, again, really lucky with the people that we, because we, we had to get it down to 10 minutes mm -hmm. and it yeah. started out at 40. Yeah. So I had to cut and like it how many people we had, like 30 something. Yeah. No. Such a stranger. Yep. yep. We did it in the village in Toronto. We did it in Trinity Bellwoods and we did it outside the Stonewall Inn in New York. Oh, cool. So we wanted to get a nice little mix yeah. of, of people. And really, as the queer network, we, we created this and we didn't want to ask specifically queer questions. We wanted to yeah. ask like humanity questions. Yeah. And yet, you know, outside the Stonewall and in the village and even in Trinity, we attracted lots of queer gay people. But there was also lots of straight people. We probably had half and half, I would yeah. say. You Which know? was great. Yeah. And we didn't really, I mean, Short Street, we, we knew we were going to get basically, yeah. you know, uh, queer people. But definitely in Trinity Bellwoods. I mean, Trinity Bellwoods is just, just like such a mix. Yeah, such a mix of people, and mm -hmm. we got a mix of people sitting on the couch, and mm -hmm. and, it, and it was great. It was, it was nice to because sometimes doing it, you have to go through a lot of people to get the good ones, yeah. the good ones, and the answers that you <laughs> kind of want. And you know, I'm sitting there behind the camera, and I'm like, yes, yes, because yeah. it was like as the wow. editor, he's like playing oh, in his brain, like how constantly. he's going to put this all together. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was great. So we we hope it's gonna. Do well. Yeah. So we'll see. And we want to do more of that. Yeah. We want to get the couches out in more different places yeah. and, and just, again, like working with what people are, are yeah. feeling and lots of different types of topics, but we started with that one and just to see how it would go. And then. Yeah. I mean, it's endless what we can do with it. Yeah. So yeah. it's so just, that's why we're really going to yeah. focus on that as well as do our interviews, which are the interviews we do are, they're all queer. Yeah. Right? Those we, that, we that, that is to that, that genre. Content of somebody who's within the queer community. Yeah. yeah. But our version of queer isn't everybody's version of queer. You mm -hmm. guys are essentially taking ownership of the word mm -hmm. queer, essentially. Um, but what does it mean to you personally? Like, if you had a personal definition of queer, what would that be? To me, it's, it's quite simply different and weird. Okay. Because that is its original definition. Yeah. The beginning of the word was never connected to the queer, the LGBTQ community. Yeah. And it didn't, I mean, even as different and weird, it maybe wasn't the most positive word you could have used for somebody. Yeah. But as that word started to develop and be attached to the gay, queer, un, very different people, yeah. it obviously had a negative connotation. Nowadays, I think we all, anybody could identify as queer. Yeah. And, and we challenge even straight people to, to think about the idea of being more than just straight. Because every gay person, every queer person, every non-binary person, every trans person has had to consider themselves in a lot of different ways because they didn't fit into mainstream society. And now we've created a lot of words that help people fit in. And queer is a word that we just felt like it's just such a beautiful umbrella. Yeah, and, and there's- we really taking it back. There's a, you know, and even a little bit more of a story to it. When we, when we create the queer network and we were trying to come up with a name, the irony is that I suggested the word queer, and the irony is that you know when I came out, queer was a very, very negative word, mm -hmm. and it just wasn't used. And I had a hard time, and I basically had a hard time with it until we started the Queer Network. And yeah. now I, I completely own it and accept it and am proud of it. Um, as we created it, Queer Eye came out again, yeah. the research. So we use that as a bit of a cue to know that like, okay, I don't think this is really going to screw us over. Yeah. It may take people some time and we may offend some people along the way, yeah. like the show may have done, but 
that was coming more from your understanding of what your generation would think. Yeah, and we're just, again, for Justin, I mean, we're two very different generations. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, there's a big age difference between us, but it really works because yeah. I bring in the, I don't know, the, the more... There's I don't, just I don't a, like, say there's a maturity, and yeah. I don't want to mean like old mature. Yeah, I just I mean a maturity of living life for that for as long as you have on this earth. And I bring there's a, a I, you're very youthful too, though. So I don't want to yeah. even say like you'd never. I'm not even gonna say his age, but you would never believe it when I told you what he, yeah. how old he is because he doesn't act that way. And I think I'm very young, but also mature at the same time. And too. I think he's older than what he actually is because yeah. he's a lot more. You know, it's just so that's why so it, it, it comes together. But the one quick other thing I want to say is that the, the the real reason for the word is because we just feel that the LGBTQ plus and it just keeps going on and on. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. we and you said it earlier, we we're kind of even though we're not we don't have ownership of that word, but w part of what we're doing is we want to bring that word yeah. back and just simplify it and all yeah. those letters. Everyone in those letters can fit under queer. Because yeah. the letters divide us yeah. in a really yeah. strange way. And it, it, this community of gay, lesbian, transgender, bisexual, all these words are important for your identification. But as soon as we start using them as separation, then we've lost the point of putting those letters all together. And so it, if it had just stayed LGBT and everybody was okay with that, it could have worked. But as we continue to add, it just gets more confusing. And then from a marketing standpoint and just as like a bringing people together standpoint, it queer is just so much easier. Yeah, yeah. it's the umbrella, essentially. It's exactly. Yeah. And yeah. just jump in anytime because we, we'll, we, we'll, we'll just keep talking. So and it. It's a joke <laughs> thing with, with us because Justin does the interviews and um, and he's getting better, but yeah. Justin likes to talk. And he has, everything he says is great, but it's like, okay, I have to cut it down. So yeah, I have to cut yeah. out half of what yeah. he says. Yeah. But it, no, it's a joke between us. It's like, it's, yeah. it's so, feel free, just yeah. interrupt yeah. us. Um, but you guys brought up the interesting point of being from two different generations. Mm -hmm. So, what is one piece of advice you would give to the next generation? So it would be Gen Z for you, mm -hmm. and then Millennials for you. One piece of advice. Do you have yours? Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's probably, uh, I was thinking about this earlier just because I, I, I don't know if we're going to say the same thing. Um, one is basically just be yourself, you know, and don't be afraid to be yourself. and. I'm going to steal something from uh, somebody that we interviewed. Uh -huh. um, oh, what was his name? You know what I'm going to say, right? What was his name in, from in London? B it basically, he said, "You do you, and I'll do me, or I'll do me." Oh, Aaron. I'll I'll do me, and you do you, or something yeah. like that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And I and I that sticks with me. Aaron I just, Porter, Aaron. shout out to you, Aaron. He's yeah. a beautiful man in in London. That's a singer, a, a singer, yeah. and he's very very singer, talented. Like. So yeah, I just I mean. Again, in my generation, I mean, we we had to hide. Yeah. You know, we had to hide. And there was a lot. I mean, there's still bashing, but there was way more bashing then. And we mm -hmm. had to go in through back doors to go into bars. And, yes. you know, it, it was, um, you know, we didn't have gay marriage back when I came out. And so yeah. it's changed a lot. So, you know, I want to say it's easier for people to come out. But for some, not necessarily, because they still have to deal with their families. Yeah, and that's yeah. a huge thing. And so... You know, and just because there's a lot of people that are out doesn't, like I said, doesn't make it easier because you still may have to deal with all the other factors that yeah. are involved, religion, family, environment, and and so yes, there may be more, but yeah, but no it's the thing with family, I think, but also like we we haven't done really anything on this, and and I think we want to is is 
to help, like something about teen suicide, you know, mm -hmm. like there's so many yeah. kids that are committing suicide because they're gay and it's like, it's so horrible and it's so like... We should shout out to, we just released, yeah. we just put up a, a, a short film mm -hmm. from Kyle Rayum, who is from Toronto as well, and he has done, he's done two other short films for the network, but this one he did, released it, went to a bunch of different film festivals called Vertical Lines, and it is very much about suicide and cutting and that whole, uh, rela yeah, that whole story. It's and it's a very powerful movie, short film, in done in a very nuanced way that it gets to the point, but it is uncomfortable, but also very, you feel not good at the end, but you like, okay, it's nice yeah. to see that there's that kind of an ending as well to gotcha. this. Yeah. But you know, with, and, and to add to all this with, the, uh, the, with social media, I mean, there's so much bashing going on in social media mm -hmm. and kids at school, you know, if, if people start you know, bashing them on their social media, then like that's where, I mean, I just recently a story of a young kid who, who killed himself and I think he was 14 or something. And, you know, it's just, it's horrible. So anyway, yeah. that's my advice. So you, you, yes, be yourself and, and don't be afraid to come out, but you also have to look at the situation, mm -hmm. you know, and, and you know, I, I don't know. I just, I just think it's just so hard because these kids, like, I guess they're just not strong enough to stand yeah. up to these people, mm -hmm. you know? And, and it's, you know, anyway, that's my yeah. advice. What's your, you know? So, my advice comes from basically taking that idea of being yourself and, and giving some actual tangible ways to figure out who you are. Because I think that saying be yourself is the first step, and then it's like, but how, what, who, are, who am I? Yeah. Who am I in the, in the context of other people being around me, influenced by all my friends and my family and religion and, and the cultural world? So like very, very tangibly, like journal. You need to journal every day. Yep. Like just journal. Just free write journal and see what comes out of your brain in a way that there's no filter. Because as somebody who had a filter on this mouth for 20 years of my life, I'm still throwing up all the shit that was shoved down my throat yeah. and it's it still needs to keep coming out even though i've come out of the closet 10 years ago it's still important for me to keep writing about it yeah. and and then meditation is another thing that in a world of the fast pace that we're moving we have to find time to slow down and i don't do it all the time but i just i think the more you can make space for like a, a quiet time it's another time for you to think about just think about what's going on in your brain. Yeah. If it's if you're all, if you're constantly uh, stimulating yourself, you're never going to know what you actually think. And so to know who you really are gets really complicated because all you are is just a collection of the people around you. Then, yeah. but what do you think? And that's not like and it's going to change. So, yeah. It's go inward. Yeah. Go inward. Yeah. yeah. Surprised yeah. I didn't say that because I teach meditation. So. So you started it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all for the journaling meditation. Uh, it just changes yeah. your whole life. It does. And and the consistency of it. Yes. I tell people part. that like it is the it's the challenge of it because yeah. where what's your daily routine? But honestly, it will only get more and more powerful as you do it every single day. It's when you start and I I deal with this. It's when I start forfeiting it, then it loses its power mm -hmm. in my day. Because it, it's in the morning I do it as the first thing I wake up and I just get to unload my brain before the day starts. And meditation allows, I mean, even just when you get on a plane just to meditate for 20 minutes, it's just like, yeah. Yeah. 
And I would just recommend like Headspace is a great app to get mm -hmm. started. Yep. And there's a five minute journal. Yeah. And it like maps out everything. And that's yeah. just a great place to start. Yeah. That's what helped me. Yeah. Cool. Um, so you guys are interviewing a lot of really cool people. Mm. Specifically with this millennial generation, mm -hmm. has there been somebody that you are like, this person is doing it right, they're out here, they're advocating, they inspire you, they motivate you? There's many. Yeah. Who's your... Who's well, your? I, I don't know. I, 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 I wouldn't have said there's, there's, there's many that are really... I mean, um, what's your friend in New York? Marty. Marty. He's definitely one. You can talk about Marty because yeah. he's your friend. But, I, you know, a lot of them, I, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I can't think of anybody in, like, well, Marty I can think of. Yeah. But, I, I mean, you said there's many. So who are you thinking of? Like That are advocates? Yeah. You don't think there's many? I don't think we've, we've done a lot of entertainment stuff, right? We've you don't think those are done? advocates? I mean, Troy Zavon is a huge advocate for the queer community. Yeah, see, I just think of them more as I think of our interviews and we interview more about their music and about, I guess, their message. But yeah. as far as ad, ad, what's that word? Advocacy. Thank you, that <laughs> word. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't. So I would say, and maybe we just have different, ver like different yeah. definitions of advocacy or, or activism. Yeah. Um, somebody like Aaron Porter to me is is an advocate for the the gender fluid, non-binary mixing genders, and he's an artist that does that so unapologetically. But not, it's like he has this way of not being too much, but pushes it right to the line. Yeah. Okay. And so you're interested, but you're like, I don't know if I could do that. But it inspires people to just play a little bit in their own crayon box a little bit more abstractly than they may be doing in their very masculine or feminine worlds. Yeah. I would say Riyadh Khalif uh, is a big yeah. example of somebody in England who like, I mean, just he, there's nothing he doesn't touch that isn't, is somehow helping some little kid or some group of people, his, his series with BBC, the work he's doing with the book that he just wrote as a way to just be like, to put all, to, all together the information that he's collected over the year. The documentary last year for the, the Creators for Change program for, for YouTube, which was going into yeah. Zimbabwe? Or? Yep, Zimbabwe. Yeah, Zimbabwe's first, first gay pride. Like, first pride yeah. He's so on board to do those kinds of things and I think that is amazing. The last person, Marty Gold Cummings, is okay. a drag queen in New York City and has been an advocate and an activist, activist for the queer community for oh, like 10 years now. His whole drag is about that, but now he's running for city council. Oh, and yes, I know who you're talking it's about. It's absolutely astounding to see the, the swell of love, yep. which he's always had, but like now across the nation for him to be the first drag queen to, to be sworn into office. I think when he wins, because I just yeah. think he's gonna win. Yeah, we we've interviewed him before, but we're we're about to interview him again mm -hmm. because he is running. And then who's the other guy that we're gonna be interviewing next spring? Because he's running for Congress. Congress. Jonathan Herzog is also okay. 24, uh, Jewish, lived in New York City his whole life, is openly gay, and will be running for Congress. And he's beautiful and has no yeah. problem taking his shirt off. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a beautiful body. He's running on the freedom dividend, which is the idea that every person in America would get a thousand dollars a month. Interesting. Yeah, that's what because his the guy he supports is Andrew Yang. Yang. Andrew yes. Yang. Yeah, right. Who surprisingly is just up and down. Oh yeah, I mean he's got an an, an insane millennial following. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. And is making a lot of money. Like his his support is so big that he's been able to stay in the race. Yeah. 
I guess yeah. I guess there is many, and there's even even you could say Noam could f fit in. Oh that. yeah. You know, he's a he did a, a YouTube series called My Gay Roommate. Okay. And now he's creating a, uh, a sitcom. A sitcom based on that. Based on. They're going to turn it into a, like yeah. it was a five minute like episode thing, and then they're turning that out into like a full sitcom series. Yeah. So I guess there is many. Yeah. There's people out there doing. Yeah. That. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I just I don't want to end on a negative note. So I'm trying to have this conversation about social media and the mm -hmm. hate and the backlash. Mm -hmm. I'm sure being a queer network, it's inevitable and yep. we get it. Um, but how do you handle it and put a spin on it? And what's like something you would say to a queer individual that, you know, opens our comments, there's hate, like it, it hurts. It's not yep. easy. So how do you kind of push through that initial sting, let's say? Um, and how do you guys even handle it personally? Well, can I start? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, Justin really handles handles our social media stuff, okay. so he often does the comment stuff and whatever. Um, but I would say, just in general, it's not even my comment on social media is got nothing to do with queer. Like anything I would say would be would fit everyone. Like the yeah. negativity and the hate on social media, um, you know, and the 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 what people feel they have to live up to, you know, on Instagram and Facebook and like to me it's 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 a it includes everyone, not mm -hmm. just queer. Because mm -hmm. again, I'll let Justin talk now, but I we haven't had a lot, have we? A yeah, lot of I mean like I bad guess negativity. I've, I've expected there to be I would say Instagram, not so much. Because yeah. the people that follow you are the ones that want to follow you. Yeah. YouTube are constantly sifting through shitty comments right. and like you'll always get the like the damn you going to hell because you are gay it's yeah, type yeah. stuff and yeah. and they flag some of those and then some of them I just and often the the comments from the other people will be the ones that sort of respond to that without me having to so I don't really like get into it because yeah. as soon as you start engaging engaging with them it's like a lost battle because guys this is my advice to anybody who's young and dealing with social media it is an illusion. Yep. There's nothing real about it. Yep. If you want to use it to express yourself, to have fun, to be creative, to create little videos, like I would never have believed at seven years old that in 20 years I was going to be able to create a live scrapbook on a yeah. little screen that I could then look through a month from now. Yeah. I could scroll and see what I did on January 24th of 2014. I would have never believed that's possible. And that's what it's there for, for me. And so if somebody's hating on you, it's them. It's yeah. not you. It's them. They are creating that reality for themselves. You must remember that you always have a choice. Yeah. Don't give somebody else the choice. It's your choice. Yeah. No, that's great advice. And I, I say reality TV is like The Sims. Mm -hmm. It's this character mm -hmm. that you create and put out to the world yeah. and navigate this yeah. alternate universe, essentially. Um, and have fun. It's a game. Yeah, it's a game, but if you take it so seriously, you lose the fun. Yeah. RuPaul is the best example of somebody who says, this is all a game. Yeah. Let's have the best time while we do it. Yep. And, sure. and like I said, negativity, those people who are negative are going to be negative about everything. Yeah. So whether it's queer or something else, they're going to be negative. Yeah, they're just, they're just haters. Yeah. No matter where you go, it doesn't even have to be on social media. There's always going to be somebody 
that's complaining and hating. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, well, I'm so happy that you guys had the time to come by and chat. I mean, I could talk to you guys for an hour. Yes, but, we could talk um, forever. Yes. I just really love what you guys are doing. Thank it's you. Important and keep going. Yes. It's great. Um, what does the word queer mean to you? What does it mean to me? Yeah. I would say unique. Yeah. Like, I just think for me personally, like weird or oddball has a negative stigma to me yeah. personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So unique is kind of like has a shine to it yeah. for me personally. Yeah, I agree. Um, I like that. But yeah, I just words. think it's... It's really, really great. So we often we just to do it a little bit more, but we often ask people at the end of our interviews, "What does the word queer mean to you?" In fact, we did a we did an on the street thing, and we asked people, "What does the word queer mean?" And it's incredible how many people were just said just such beautiful things about it. Like yeah. a, a lot of people said, "Love." It means love. It means just being yourself. It means like it was it was quite amazing. Yeah. I, I was shocked. Yeah, that, me too. You know, there was really very little negative. Comments yeah. about the word, yeah. Which so. I'm not going to give all the credit to something like Queer Eye, but like that show has changed the word as well. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't deserve all the credit. It just deserves part of the credit because yeah. that has changed. That's been a movement. For sure. Yeah. Um, so where can people follow the queer movement and then your individual profiles if you care to get Insta stock? Yes, you can Insta stock me at at Justin Gerhardt, G E R H A R D. And you can follow the Queer Network at The Queer Network. Across Very all easy. Yes. Across all, well, that's a lie. Instagram, The Queer Network. Twitter and Facebook, Queer Network. Okay. Um, just because the other YouTube. ones are taken. Our and then YouTube, YouTube is just uh, The Queer Network. You can just Google that and you'll Beautiful. find it. Yeah. And you can also follow this guy at... Yeah, I don't use Instagram very much. Okay. I mean, I, I recently changed mine to sharing from just that's what it is sharing okay. from I used to it used to be sharing your story and then when we joined forces I do less of it I used to have a cooking show I don't have that anymore <laughs> so I don't I don't really post much I don't okay. uh, yeah I'm You're not I'm, playing the game no <laughs> not much I, I really I find it very time-consuming yeah, and yeah. Um, I mean I, I love our YouTube channel and you know I do it more for me like yeah, not the not the game mention right. not, yeah. not the queer network, but I do the my personal one just more for my enjoyment. Like Absolutely. I love going back and watching my own story yeah. to like remind. It's just like and uh, when I'm at a concert or something, I don't need to like videotape the whole thing. I just like little clips yep. and I put them all together, and it just reminds me of the whole experience. Like yeah. and the highlights. It's, uh, it's great. It's great. I like that virtual scrapbook. Yeah. Analogy. I know. Uh, well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And all the best awesome. with this podcast. Yeah. Thank you, Justin and Eddie. I wish we had more time to actually have a more in-depth conversation. I think that they both have such great insights into the queer community and what they're really doing. You can check them out on YouTube at The Queer Network. They've interviewed some really, really, really cool people, and they do these roundtables. They did one with drag queens. They did one with trans individuals. So it's nice to see that they're kind of taking ownership of the queer word and kind of creating content that really kind of just, like I just said, when I started this podcast, it's all about sharing stories and that's how we can really help each other out. If you're new to the podcast, you can subscribe and like, maybe write a review now that I'm solo and on my own. You can follow me on my personal channels at Anil, A-N-E-A-L Joshua. And that's uh, across the board on Instagram and Twitter. But thank you for taking the time to listen. I appreciate you being a part of this journey with me. Thirst Talks episode will come out every Tuesday. Thirst Reality Tea comes out every Thursday. This week we'll be covering the Real Housewives of New Jersey premiere and Real Housewives of Orange County. 
I'm so excited to talk about house size. I feel like I just have so many thoughts and opinions being held up. So tune back here Tuesday. I will be recapping the housewives. And then next week for Thirst Talks, we have trans icon Julie Vu on the podcast. So I'm super excited to share that with you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And always remember the thirst is real.